Hello, footies, and welcome back to Foot in Review, powered by FootCoaching.com. We are the FIFA Ultimate Team podcast, bringing to you a podcast a whopping three times a week. Today is February 14th, it's Valentine's Day, and we are recording episode 62 from our fourth season, making it a grand total of 383 episodes. Today's episode is sponsored by Next Level Esports. Next Level Esports is the expert in reaching your next level. We often think that improvement is all about gameplay. Well, Next Level Esports works with some of the best players in the team, including team foot coaching, to get more results helping players get better in the mental aspects of the game. Um, if you are a player or coach and you are mentally blocked, have a hard time focusing or you're grinding hard but not really getting the results you need, then go and visit Donny from Next Level Esports. He can help you break through and will help unlock your true potential. Go to www.nextlevelesports.com slash contact and send a direct message to Donny or find him on Twitter through next underscore L underscore esports. And of course, last part of our housekeeping, we're now streaming live on twitch.tv slash footcoaching every Monday, Wednesday and Friday, where we record the show and you can also join in and ask us all kinds of questions. And also, if you have an Amazon Prime subscription, you get a free Twitch sub to give away every single month. Nobody gets hurt by doing that. Um, and if you're not using it, why not consider joining our channel? And you can also support us by joining our Patreon. Uh, check out patreon.com forward slash foot in review and see how many amazing benefits we can provide you with while making sure we can keep this going. And it starts from only a buck a week. Well, Something else supporters get, of course, is their name in this visual show. As you can see, if you're listening or looking in live, and depending on your contribution, you might get a special shout out each and every single episode, like our top tier supporters, the Skybox owners, Amar and Reese. That's all the housekeeping done, and now we'll start the show. My name is John, also known as Foot Coaching, and today we'll be talking about the Banhammer striking again. The content that's been released, of course, the return of Nene, the FIFA Global Series. And I am joined by none other than the myth, the legend himself, the teddy bear, all the way from Scotland with his beautiful background. He's all the way back from the 70s. It's Chris. Well, I'm always a 70s child and uh, happy Valentine's Day to everybody out there. Yeah, <laughs> who else could you have on but the housewife's choice, myself. Uh, I'm representing foot coaching tonight with the amazing merch that we've got. Uh, rocking the Dutch flag as well, you see the John. It's a thing of beauty, mate. It is, mate. It's a beautiful shirt if anybody's ever considering it. Footcoaching.com merchandise, absolutely brilliant. Uh, from that point of view, did I ever tell you that I used to go out with a girl who was cross-eyed? You've not, no. Uh, it didn't last though, and um, we could never see eye to eye. But don't, but don't be sad, mate, because to be honest, with you, I think she was seeing someone on the side as well. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Although that was pretty horrible, and I don't think it's the best uh, best one to do on Valentine's Day, <laughs> I, I'm, I quite like this one. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> so happy Valentine's Day to everybody. I hope everybody's good to you. As it was a postman uh, weighed down with um, Valentine's Day cards for a good looking FIFA coach there. Uh, no, I think they passed they passed my house, um, but they, they sent me one message. They said get a haircut next time before Valentine's Day. So I exactly did that. After they passed my house. So, yeah. Uh, well, a little bit painful. Anyway. But also, of course, for all the fans out there, I'm all uh, 
already occupied for about 15, 16, 17 years. I don't even know anymore. So <laughs> it's a bit different than there, right? <laughs> I definitely mean 100%. Also, I moved houses, so maybe they all send it to the old house, I'm not thinking. Well, that, that's, that's exactly what's it. going to There's going to be a big, massive argument now at uh, your old house when all those Valentine's Day cards like, are arriving. What's this going on? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You know, yeah. but as, as you say, there's some people won't be getting Valentine's Day cards from EA because <laughs> they've got the ban hammer, haven't they? Exactly. Let's start with that. Friday, we, of course, discussed what's going on with the unlimited amount of rewards you could get. And, of course, we said, I think it's going to be a very, um, well, many people are going to get banned. Um, and, well, about two hours after the show, we got our conclusion of the research. EA Direct Communication tweeted out on the 12th of February at 1.21 a.m., so about two hours, three hours after we did the show, that they said, we have identified active accounts that consistently exploit the division rivals and rewards earlier this week. Well, yesterday, the man. And we have su- suspended them for FIFA 22 online for seven days. So a seven-day ban. But that's not all, Chris. Because additionally, we have identified active accounts that severely exploited division rival rewards earlier this week. These accounts have received the aforementioned suspension and will also no longer be able to access the transfer market in FIFA. And very important, though, because I think it's definitely worth a read, they included their positive play charter, which is on the website, which states if there's an exploit, and it's clearly an exploit. For example, like what we discussed last week, like I thought they might go back on that one. And that's definitely saying standing there. So um, this is it, seven-day ban, and if you took... Real good advantage of this, not only seven-day ban, but you can't use the transfer market anymore. Chris, what are your thoughts on this? Um, I suppose it just depends on what they classed as being, uh, you know, how many times did you have to do the rewards before you were classed as being getting, the, you know, get the ban hammer. You did it two or three times, would you get it? I suppose there's not a lot of clarity from that point of view. So um, I think the people knew what they were doing, let's be honest. Um if you get certain rewards and you're you're getting them every week, you you know they knew it was a, a glitch, and uh, I don't think you have any reason to complain. Um, I think I'd like to see them taking the players back, but that might be a difficult one as well to do from you. But I think a transfer ban is certainly well warranted. Yeah, so it's like I said Friday. Um, there's always going to be outliers for this one. There's always people who get negative influenced by it, right? Um, so I read a story that someone whose kid opened the rewards, refreshed, got not another set of rewards and kept doing that. Um, I mean, if that's the case, sure, that sucks. But I think that's also how life works, right? Yeah, um, I think so. I, mean, I, think, I think somebody gave the, the adage, if you went past an ATM machine and it was, you know, spewing out money or you withdrew money and it gave you three times that, you know, you know it's not right, don't you? You may try and get away with it, if you can, you can, but uh, I think these people have been caught. And uh, I doubt very much that people did two or three are the ones who are getting the ban. It'll be the people who have absolutely rinsed, the, rinsed it and they uh, got themselves a uh, team of the year, Mbappe and uh, Messi and all that. But that might be too late for that point, John, because those teams are probably stacked as they are. So uh, once they get their week's ban out of the way, they're going to be absolutely flying in weekend league. Well, that, that's, the, that's true, right? Um, mm-hmm. And we needed some... To get a good oversight of this, we needed some numbers, I think. But I know from one example, he's just posting about it on the A-forms as well, by the way, um, that he got Cry, uh, Messi. He got every player he wanted out of it. 
got his club stacked with, I don't know, 3,400 players, something like that, he said. Um, sure, he can't use the market anymore, which means he now spends those coins. He has those 12 million coins, which he made on packs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. But he could still get packs, wouldn't he? I mean, he's, that's the thing as well. You so, know, and, and uh, But on the other side, if there's five people that did this, does it actually influence anyone else? Now they can't actually the transfer market. So I think probably um, EA handed the maximum penalty they could, right? Mm-hmm. So we'll uh, we'll figure out. I don't know what, what else we can say about that, though. No, I, I think as well as, as Naif picked up as well on Friday's show is that this is just a catalogue of errors by EA. Um, I accept the fact that things do go wrong, but you know, why all of a sudden this week of all weeks did that glitch happen? There just seems to be a lack of quality control at EA and they have to take some of the responsibility for this. Yeah, uh, most definitely. So I think um, it is what it is. Uh, the outliers are either done lucky or done bad. Uh, but generally speaking, I think that's some, the safest thing they could do. Right? Yeah, definitely. All right. 100%. Um. Chris, then yesterday, some of these rumors like uh, we expected Ronaldo a week back or something, right? R9. That they never mm-hmm. came. But it's yes. so coming. Yeah, sure, it probably will come this year somewhere. But one of the rumors was Neymar getting a flashback card. And guess what? That one did happen yesterday. He certainly did. We've got an 87 flashback card uh, coming at 266,000k on the... Uh, PlayStation and 259 on the Xbox and to be fair, normally PC get done dirty but they're 266 as well um, Headline is 95 pace, 85 shot, uh, 5 star skills, 4 star weak foot um, What do you think John? Well worth waiting for or too late in the game or going to do them anyway no matter what? It's fine I think I like the fact that they bring these cards out right, like Ronaldo last year Probably means we get that messy card as well. Um, uh, only for that reason, might be cons- worth considering doing this one. I think the price is n- nicely done as well. Like yeah. it's about the same price as um, non-inform. I think um, about. I haven't checked currently. I think it's a win. It's been. I think it's been absolutely hammered. Actually, people who own that card are going to be quite disappointed. I think. Uh, the thing I is, think I got the inform, right? The, the inform took a real. Yeah, it's took a bad one as well. Yeah. Um, I got them untradeable for me, so it doesn't matter. Which also means I still think the uniform is five star, five star, so automatically makes it a little bit of a better card than this mm-hmm. card. But like honestly, it's a great card. I think the value is there. Uh, he's linkable, of course, links with all the great players now. Um, dynamic image, really spot on. Nothing wrong with this, and I really like the fact that made him four star uh, weak foot over five star weak foot. Yes, because if it make him five 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 five. I uh, would absolutely felt robbed by having the info myself. Now I'm like, you know what? It's all right. Everyone can now get a Neymar card while the uh, expensive, more expensive uh, Neymar cards are actually, well, they, they take a little bit of a dip, but they're still tremendous cards, right? So, Is he a good card for people who, I'm for one, I've never used them in game. Is he, a, is he playing well in this uh, version? You know, is he still the Neymar from last year, or is, it, is the game moved on a little bit? No, so I really, I uh, still really like that card. Since I got him, I mean, um, I was lucky back then, right, when he came in the team of the week. Um, mm-hmm. I, I He's played every single match for me. It's always a card you can rely on. 
agile, nimble, um, good shot, and the uh, inform actually has some pretty good passing shots as well compared to the other to the new eighty seven one. Although the eighty seven one is a little bit faster, so mm-hmm. I think it's very much a usable card still. Um, gave him a little bit more positioning, but generally speaking, it's um, it's a really cool card. Ninety eight agility, ninety balance, also really cool, right? So. Yeah. I definitely think this card is still viable, and the new one like fits perfectly in the current in the current. Phase. It mm. won't actually be automatically a top performer for your team. Like you won't actually be always better than you have, right? Yeah. Um, but that's all right. It's still a very fun card, and it's definitely better than some of the SBCs we got last last week. So, just just to tell people, so there's uh, I'm going to my Portuguese is not very good. Celestio. Take, we've got that, um, which is one player from Brazil, one informed player, an 85 rated squad with 65 chem, uh, which is about 110,000 for that SBC one. And then Ligun, which is one player from Ligun, one informed, an 86 rated squad and 60 chem. That's roughly about 157, and that's where we get about the 266, 267. Um, I think the good thing about this card for me, John, is it's not really boosted fodder too much. Uh, and it's not overly expensive. I think people were really concerned it could have been something wildly expensive. Um, but no, it looks a good card. I'll probably do them. Uh, I'm just trying to see how long it's got to go. I think I had a little bit of time the last time I looked at it. going to be fun, uh, though, people doing this card, and then next week, uh, player of the month is going to be Neymar. Is he having a good season? No, I don't know. Month? I actually don't know. Was it, was it? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's now panicking, looking to see how his form's <laughs> been. Um from there, it expires on at the end of the month, so you've got 13 days to do it, so plenty of time to do it. Um, I think he's more a super sub um, from there, unless you've maybe got... If you've got to the year in Bappy, you probably have his in form anyway at the moment. Um, yeah, but it might be still. a good way of considering like dropping the in form, right? Or, yes. Uh, I don't think it's that much worse. I think the five-star, five-star makes a difference. You know, I have my opinion currently about five-star weak foot. I think that's, generally speaking, very important now. Um, that definitely makes a difference to star four-star weak foot, so that would make him far... I, I think wouldn't put him in my team, but besides that, I think... If you can get a Neymar for 250 coins, 250,000 coins, right, and everyone has some for to go in, say he's 200,000, yeah. why wouldn't you? I think that's the thing. So that's what I really like. I really like the fact that they brought him out like that. Yeah, I, d- I definitely agree with you, John. I think you know, the, the cost spice has been really good from EA from that point of view. I'm just also wondering if that Zhao Pedro card may get a boost if you rock a, a Prem card. Uh, the Future Stars won 87, I think it was well thought of at the time. I'm just trying to see the price it now. 82,000 at the moment. He's an 87 rated striker. Uh, when he first came out, it was absolute fortunes. I think he was extinct. Uh, he plays for Watford. There's a chance for you to link in your, your Prem players if you've got a Prem squad. Um, so I think Brazilian strikers or potentially Gabriel Jesus. I think there's a freeze card as well thought of. Yeah, a really cool uh, freeze card. Although I never see him anymore, though. But. No. Um, the Joe Pedro is four star, four star, six foot, and I think he's got a lean body type uh, and looks a really good card as well. So a wee tip for MD out there. He's maybe thinking of LinkedIn and your Prem team. Yeah. But hats off, though. I really, uh, really like this content. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, a big plus for EA. Yes, 100%. Uh, what else did we got, Chris? Because I think there's other content released as well. 
Yeah, well, we've got an 81 uh, player pick, so if you are looking to grind your way to, to Neymar, uh, there's an 81 player pick. I think you get a choice of two. I think it's roughly about four to 6,000. Uh, I think it's 10 gold cards in there. Um, so I think I'm just waiting for the machine to load up. And also we got, it was Icon Central today, uh, two new icons, I believe, in uh, Diddy Drogba and also um, Samuel Eto'o, the mid-Samuel Eto'o. Um, now, this is a weird one. Samuel Eto, I think, is 90 rated, and his SBC comes in at uh, on as a million coins. Yep, which sounds fairly decent. Till you actually realise that you can buy them for 876 on <laughs> the PlayStation and 700,000 on the Xbox. Um, unless Footbin's got that really wrong, uh, that seems a really wild difference in uh, price there. I know people got a lot of fodder, but a million coins for a mid uh, Samuel Eto. What's your thoughts on that, John? Uh, it's too much, right? Uh, mm. I think the SBC should be a little bit less worth than the actual cards on the market. That way, the market price will go down. And you've got options, uh, but you're not going to spend a million on the uh, uh, yeah. on it. Um, of course, uh, Kingpin says in chat, and he's got a good point, and we'll talk about that one shortly. There's also a new icon, SBC, which is inflating yes. this price, right? So mm-hmm. it's Kingpin says also that the requirements are fine. I think that is, of course, also the thing. If you, like the highest rate is an 88 rated squad, you can't really take that one out. <laughs> if you take that out, he's going becoming too cheap. So uh-huh. nah, it's all right. I think, um, generally speaking, it would be around 800k, 850k. It's a pretty cool card. Although, have you ever played him? Have you ever played against him? I used him last year. Um so, I mean, I, I like the card. His, his, his moments was a great... I think it was his moments card that came out in an Icon uh, SBC, and I did that, and I thought it was a brilliant card to, to use. Um, so, yeah, I do like him. I like him in the game last year. I haven't used him this year. Anytime I've come up against him, though, he's, he's good, he's fast, he's agile, and, uh, you know, a card that I would, consider, would have probably considered doing, um, but not at that price. You know, even, I think, worth the... You know, the fodder being so high at the moment, I still think it's going to be more than what his um, actual card is, which to me is, you know, when you're investing in an untradeable card as well, you know, an SBC, then it should definitely be lower, 100%. Yeah, I'm also just staying away from all icon, um, like icon strikers. Mm-hmm. Already got way too many. <laughs> Apparently, when I do an icon pick or an SBC, I always get like attackers. Uh, yeah. So I got best, I got. Uh, Bergkamp, Zola, uh, don't even know which, uh, I got, uh, Haji, of course. Um, like, yeah, you know, I can't really fit them all in anymore. So, <laughs> so I'm fine, unless R9 hits, right? Yeah, which uh, let's hope it does happen eventually. Um, I'm just trying to see what the um, requirements are for Diddy Drogba. His 91 card has come out today as well. Um and it looks like it's about 528k, according to this. No. Uh, again, his card is, is a lot less than that. He's actually to buy off the market. Um, have you ever used somebody? I mean, I, I'm going to be honest with you, John. I've, I packed um, Christian Vieri, and I really, really, really enjoy using that card. <laughs> and, yeah. and he scores goals for me. He holds the ball up. He does everything I ask him to do. I don't do things that he can't do. And I, I enjoy using him. I think you're a bit like that with Bergkamp, potentially someone who's you know, not a card that people automatically flock to. Yeah, but I think that's the thing, right? Uh, like Vieri, I think, I don't even have him in front of me, right? But I think Vieri has a pretty weak weak foot. 
Yeah, um, I think it's four star. I think of the top of my head. Oh, it's four stars. Not actually that bad. I thought it was maybe less. Um, but last year we used free area as well, right? So we mm-hmm. sometimes run the uh, SBCs where we uh, the teams at, this, at the later stage of the game. I always try to do some weekend leagues or something where we only use the icons we've packed. So that forced me last year to use Shevchenko and Vieri in one team. Which, if you put that in a real life perspective, that ain't so bad, right? Uh, yeah. But in FIFA, unfortunately, sometimes it is. Um, and I think, like especially with the Drogba card, it's pretty neat, decently priced. I think it's forced to force a really cool player. Of course, Chelsea players will love him. Um, Eto as well, right? Especially with the new 81 player picks. Uh, Jets as well. Very good to be able to graft, graft towards them. Yes. Um, I'm a fan, just bring them out. But I want some other positions now, because now we, we have so many attackers. We had Zola, Dogba. Uh, uh, it's like enough attackers. Give us something else. Of course, last week we got Zidane, right? Um, mm. But then we got the the low. Also, I want some more body with it. So, I mean, Although we've got Maldini as well, by the way. So. Yeah, I mean, that's a great card. I mean, if you look at the... the, the but that's the mid, again. So, ah, uh-huh. I want the prime Maldini, actually. I mean, it, it, it's the Drogba one again, you know, and, and I think we're going to talk about it, aren't we, when we talk about um, the Global Series. Big, strong, powerful in the air as well. 95 heading accuracy, 91 jumping, 6 foot 2. He's not going to get bullied off the ball, is he? And if you put an engine on him, he goes to 96 acceleration, 94 sprint speed. Okay, his agility and balance is 78. Um, his dribbling's a 90 it just again looks like a card I think if you get will score goals for you as long as you know how to use them yeah for real high eye on the striker is interesting as well right so mm-hmm. um, but yeah I see his price is 528 530 you can buy him for four and a half something like that so weird weird prices John yeah Even but that's uh, the chat is right though it is probably a bit of inflation now mm-hmm. uh, because of the other one but uh Generally speaking, it's all right. Put them out. I think uh, it's fine, right? Um, yeah. And yeah, it might be one of the strikes you might want consider having in our new meta. <laughs> <laughs> and just as you're saying there, the mid-icon pack, uh, pick, player pick, sorry. Pick, uh, yes. Yeah, it's a pick. Uh, earn one of three. So it's a mid, so the second lowest overall rated of the icon. Uh, 617,000 on the PlayStation and over 600,000 on the Xbox and the exact same price on the P on the PC. The one thing I was going to say to you was, is this 200k more, which you've got to pick, than a mid or prime icon upgrade that's currently out at the moment still? It's 432. So you can get a mid or prime icon upgrade, but no player pick, 432, or a mid icon player pick at 617. If you're going to do it, what would you think is the best value? Yeah, so I'd always go for the pick, quite honestly. <laughs> um, I don't know. Can we pick out of three or four players? Uh, three. I think it says one of three. Okay, yeah, so earn one yeah, of three. So three. Um, so, yeah, I, like the chance you get something from the pick is actually much larger than you get something from the other one. Right? And mm. it's basic statistics. Get There are 100 icons, about 100. Right, mm-hmm. uh, the other one is mid and prime, so that gives you two hundred cards to get. Yes. so you get uh-huh. one and two hundred. Uh, of those two hundred, of those hundred players, there's about twenty 
really worth that much coins, I think. Yes. So, I don't know, 20% you get something which might be decent, but not... Uh, which might be decent if you get the right version of the card, of course, as well. Right? It does also make a difference. But let's say you get 20% chance you get something good for the upgrade, uh, but then you have to fit it in. So it has to fit your squad. Well, if you do the pick, it's actually just a chance one of 100. You automatically have 33% of actually getting the ones you want mm-hmm. because you have a pick and the high and you have a high chance. So it's much more... Um, Kingpin says there are about 10 mid-icons worth more than the SPC. So, yeah, you have to do... It's a tricky one. <laughs> but the thing is, is it worth it? Who knows? Th- that's the problem, right? Uh, if I pack, if you can pick and Cruyff and a CBO and Ronaldo and Gullit, who cares about this one, right? Then it's... I'll, I'll yeah, do 10 of them. So yeah, exactly. That's the frustrating part with these icons. Like, I shouldn't be doing this. I smart men, smart people don't do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you want to get one of those 3.55 million cards, right, then this is actually a pretty good good chance of getting close to one. Eh. Mm-hmm. So, at least you won't, it's really hard to get a dupe from it. No, that that's the one <laughs> thing that would put me off and I, I agree with you probably, you know, if you're going to do it, you know, and if MD does it, you know, and you please tag us on Twitter or whatever, and let us know how you got on. Hopefully, the the pod brings you luck. Um, but yeah, I think it's as you say. The the, the worry is that you spend four hundred thirty-two thousand and you get a dupe, which is like EA, um, as I know from my hero pack when I got Saltshar for the second time. So, yeah, definitely a player pick. I think for me. And then there you go, right? So, mm. uh, are you doing that now? No, I, t- I tend to stay stay away from icons. I must admit, I'm the world's worst for for taking them. Um, I, I'm not a big fan of them, but I do enjoy using Vieri. I did pack him. I think he's about ninety-seven thousand at the time when I checked when I packed him. So it wasn't a massive um, one, but I started using him. And he fits. I think having a big striker up top is actually one of the ways to go potentially this FIFA. Um, yeah. Well, I, I wasn't on that opinion before this weekend. Let's put it like that. <laughs> I might have changed my mind. Um, because yeah, shall we just jump into this weekend? What happened? Well, yeah, definitely. Uh, so this week was FIFA Global Series qualifiers. So if you made the qualification by performing well in Elite Division, um, in this situation getting 2,250 points or above, and the new one was, of course, 2,375, um, then you can make it to the qualifiers, which means regionally those people that qualified can duke it out against each other to get... Uh, well, hopefully he qualified for the FTS, the total FIFA Global Series, or at least get a good amount of points from it. That's a really cool setup. It's a, a um, pretty tough tournament, of course, because you know you're facing pretty decent opposition. Teams are not unlocked, so you are dependent on your own team, which also leads to some really big gaps between teams, especially of the team of the year. Um but yeah, that was this weekend. So we coached a lot of players this weekend. And of course, we saw um, a lot of things, usually, right? We see different mm-hmm. things, setups, formations, all those things we're looking for. But then there was something else. And i got to give him credit where credit is due. Bene Bauer. Go check out. It's at cr 7 x on Twitter, right? Um, he was boasting that he found a way to score. And... 
he, <laughs> he got he sent us a he sent everyone a tweet where he showed the video about his course. Now, for everyone listening, uh, looking into live, I'll play that one, right? But the thing is, um, basically, you don't really build up; you just play around. Uh, you l- select a midfielder to run up, uh, so you click the LB button and go forward, right? Uh, you click the LB button to sell a player forward or L1 player, and then you go for a cross, which actually are going to go in because those crosses are so hard to defend that any line is so far up that um, that really worked well. So he started doing it smart on FGS uh, and winning most of the matches that way, which of course is really interesting to see because, hey, he probably kept it quiet for a long time, right? Or at least not putting it out there uh, on the big tournament before this. Um, but it took about 17 minutes before the half of the world found out after he tweeted this and figured out how they'd done that. So the rest of the weekend, all I saw were decals. People crossing, 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 and I got a big FIFA 19 deja vu. And next thing you know is people doing uh, El Croquet- Croquetas and doing the crosses to Slaton, um, which was a bit... So I, I don't know. So I really liked the fact that he had something new, or at least not everyone knew knew this. Uh, it is seems really effective. Uh, I do think definitely requires skill, right? You got to play trigger the player. You got to time really well. So uh, big kudos to him. Um, <laughs> but it definitely changed up the meta a bit. So how this usually works is that this weekend you won't see this anymore. During the week, people will make videos about it. We could do as well, but hey, he, he invented it, so I don't know. I never want to go run with those things, right? Um, or at least he published it first. Let's put it like that. And um, I'm afraid that in two weeks from now, <laughs> we're back into a crossing meta, <laughs> which is um, one of my big fears. I don't mind crosses, but I do mind it if it's sort of due to the way the mechanics work or the, the AI functions. It's actually really powerful. And you already talked about this last week, right? That crosses are getting more powerful and harder to defend for some reason. And now it feels like we broke that part off now. Um, you seen the goal, uh, Chris? Uh, well, goal. just going to say that to Emdy, who's uh, listened to the pod, if you actually go to our Twitch channel, which is Foot and Review, if you look up uh, Foot Coaching, you'll see it. That actually, the clip is on there. Uh, you also see John and I's handsome faces. I'm looking at the goal now, John, and I'm just wondering how you could defend against that. Potentially, if you're you're smart enough, could you, can you flick the stick hard enough over to get your left back on this goal to be tracking that run at all? Yeah, but your left back probably won't cut it to defend that one. That's the problem here. So what he clearly does in the footage you can see, but for everyone listening, he sends up his full back with an uh, one-two pass, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is either an offside trap, which you have to trigger but it's yes. you have to trigger it perfectly and you can't instant trigger it all the time um what did seem to help this weekend we tried it out sunday a bit if you see it if people if you see it do right if you see it uh, that people want to do this then it's good to select your center defender and start running back hold the l2 or the lt and make sure you are in front of him and hold your body and uh use the power the shooting button the power button i should say because mm-hmm. something I do see happen very often is people try to make sure they want to defend they're holding the pause button when a cross comes, but you always lose versus someone who actually uses the power button, right? The shoot button. So whenever you defend, make sure you use the shoot button too. 
had the ball away. Uh, if you don't want to lose the ball, that's your best chance. But it's still, um, especially when you're playing like this, like uh, Ben Bauer did, right? You pass the ball around for 30 seconds. Uh, you lose a little bit of focus, then you trigger the run, go forward and cross, and you have to be very focused to make sure he does that. I don't think it works this effectively every time, of course, um, but this weekend it definitely he pulled it off. And uh, I got respect for him waiting for this. It's very mm-hmm. important to get into FGS, right? Um, so I'm very respectful of someone not talking about this stuff for a very long time and then showing it on a tournament. And then VS Bolt to tweet it out after it actually worked. Like, hey guys, this, look at this. This is my third goal like this. <laughs> I don't know. I hear I, I, plenty of people say, oh, the game is broken. They broke something else. I don't think this is actually a broken thing. I think it's no, highly efficient. And if you are unaware of it, it's going to be really hard to defend, which makes it strong, but I don't think it's undefendable. I was going to just suggest one thing, John, and ask you the, what about the, the position of potentially pulling your keeper out to the penalty spot? Yeah, so Kingpin and Flint say that in chat as well, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but sure, that could work, but what I did notice is that not always uh, the goalkeepers are reliable like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have also noticed that some goalkeepers just run underneath the ball, for example. And right. if it's too far, it's just really far into the, um, how do you say, if it's far across the box, right, the goalkeeper probably won't make it. So it's definitely yeah. a way of timing it. I think it's also a problem that the guys like Cancelo are now easily able to take these passes. So, Yeah. But hey, I don't think it's too pow- overpowered, but I do think we're going to see it a lot more in the coming weeks once people figure out how you actually keep doing it consistently. I tried it yesterday in Wicked League, right? And people are definitely not expecting it yet. No, I, mean, I must admit, I did find back post-crossing being quite strong in weekend league uh, this time. And uh, I wonder, you know, for instance, I think it's, it's the Tanga um, that's came out, that SBC. You know, he's a big, strong, powerful-looking left-back or right-back, whatever one you choose. So I wonder if these type of guys, maybe, we, you know, you might see more of them starting to appear. Or three at the back potentially would that help, John? I mean, they do spread out, spread out a fair bit. Those centre. Yeah, but then you're very weak for of like three. I think I let me come. I think three five two is really strong currently. Yes. Um, I did not expect that. Also, going to be very honest about that. I desire did expect two weeks ago to be the four two three one to return. Uh, but what definitely sticks out is that I saw in the EDVC last week as well. Uh, I saw this weekend as well that three five two with the wingers coming back and being very defensive, right? And everything is really hard to defend against or like really hard to uh, get through, I should say. And it's really easy to create space when you're on the offside offense. So part of me says the 3-5-2 might actually make a good return and stay back on top. The problem is that it's really, it is harder to play consistently well, especially when you compare it to the 4-1-2-1-2 narrow. And I think I saw the four one two and two narrow about eighty percent of the matches this weekend, which we saw. So, uh, yeah, it could be effective. I think the people that actually play the four one two and two narrow are not the people trying to do these runs. So, uh, it's also difficult. But this shows how balanced the game actually is. I know everyone's stop ball about oh, it's only true balls and stuff. I really don't think it's uh, it's true. Uh, Flint says, yeah, center defenders as fullbacks and fullbacks as center defenders. Yeah, we're going back into FIFA 19 territory and I think Flint knows how I think about that matter. 
I'm going to actually when you're discussing that I was actually thinking that how good how balanced the game is I'm a 4-1-2-1-2 narrow guy because I like quick incisive passing but I do score a lot of crosses as well I do find that when when I break uh, the way I play I do have a lot of crossing opportunities particularly the wide players cutting inside so I, I do enjoy the 4-1-2-1-2 narrow I do you know but I would like to try 3-5 the 3-5-2 as well but I do enjoy the fact that you come up against a lot of different formations yeah, I was talking about that. I played weekend league for the first time in forever uh, because during FTS there's a lot of breaks where, hey, we completed the first match and then it's like, oh, you got to wait sometimes 19 minutes or two hours. Um, so I thought, you know what, what I'm going to do, I'm do the uh, just going to play weekend league in the meanwhile, right? So keep in shape, see the things, try those things as well. Um, and you know my team is really bad compared to everything out there. So I was like, you know, let's go for it. Um, 70% of the matches... 72% well R versus 41212 narrow and you can I can actually I wrote it down for everyone watching right uh, so everyone is uh, 41212 narrow is by far the most used formation we I came up against uh, the interesting part though is that the other ones are pretty much balanced so I've got as much four triple twos as I do with four two three ones or the four four twos so that shows how balanced is I did not get a three at the back or a five at the back at all quite honestly in all my 20 matches um, so we might be on the good side of things still. Yep. Welcome back, yeah. Chris. Yeah, you're, so everyone says, hey, Chris, welcome as Journey to Predator Vision. Yeah, we do the once a show for Chris. It goes yeah, automatically just to make things exciting. I don't know what it is. But. I don't know what it does. It's the 41212 narrow, please. I've come to get me. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> taking, taking, I'm trying to get the secrets away. It's the power um, creep getting up to you. <laughs> exactly. I just going to ask you, John, very quick. I know we're pushed for time. Is why does the four three three not is not very meta in game? Why, what's the issue with that one? Ah, there's not so game. much as an issue. I know many people play the four three two one, for example, which is sort of a four three three, right? Uh-huh. The biggest issue with the four three 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 is that your three midfielders don't work automatically as they should be acting in a four three three, right? So that means right. it is still much doable. Offensive, it's really fun to play. Defensive, you've got to select those midfielders yourself and keep drag them back, put them into position, else you'll be too exposed. That's pretty hard to do. And actually, I think it's near impossible to do consistently. So can people play 4-3 or any variant of that? For sure. Can they surprise you with that? For sure. Can they play on a high level consistently with a 4-3 alone? I don't think so. And that is why I don't think it's actually meta. It's not to do with the formation itself, but it's the way the three midfielders actually work in tandem. Which, with, for example, with two midfielders, it's way easier, uh, apparently, to see, to do, and to respond to stuff. So that's why I'm personally not a big fan of it. Which I'm sure is hard for you, John, being a, you know, being a big fan of Netherlands football as well, because I know you guys are brought up on 4-3-3, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, like everyone in the Netherlands, when you go to a youth squad or like everyone plays 4-3-3. That's mm-hmm. how we grow up, right? Um, but then again, it's still hard because what we tend to learn from like we were a meter uh, in length is from, when, when we're six-year-old, people tell us, hey, you know what happens? If the one fullback goes up, the other fullback stays back, right? So you got to communicate with your other fullback all the time. Like, okay, here we go, fullback. So all our fullbacks are very attacking, but also never they both go up. If you fight, yeah. there's no way of doing that, As, except triggering them s- yourself, but then you can't really control them. So there's no way of saying, hey, when I go on the one side, the other one should stay back. So that's, um, 
the issue. Flint says the, play, the 4-3-5 works really good defensively for me. I think that's f- fair, right? But I don't think the 4-3-5 is the best defense formation. Not nearly. So if you want to go for the defensive setup, I think there's many formations being better than that one. So, But yeah, as for Dutchman, yes, I definitely agree. It sucks. Um, but yeah, it's just the way so it is. I'm trying every year though, right? I'm always trying it because, uh, of course, if it's, uh, if it's cool, if it does work, I'm uh, the first one trying it. Exactly. I think they'll bring in a special Dutch tactics then for, for next FIFA. Well, if they need a consultant, they know where to find me, right? Yeah, exactly. Once one fullback stays and once one goes up and pushes up. <laughs> Kingpin says I have one fullback on joining attack and it was great to generate movement between lines. So that's definitely true, but you can't really switch it around. So you're always attacking to one side. So once you're on a high level, people start recognizing that you're going on one side, you can't really switch it around. There's a workaround for that, using two setups, right? Taking the same setup, one on the left side, one on the right side, and using two set strategic setups for it. So switching between deep pads. For example, ultra-defensive and defensive, where you one is left side, one's right side. But that's a lot of work, and it takes a little bit of time for actually to go back in it. So there's no... That's the problem. There's no consistency in getting this right currently. It doesn't mean it's definitely not a, not a fun formation. And if it's ever viable, it was this year, right? I think this year it's better than um, every... In fact, like we've seen so many different formations that I think this one is more balanced than ever. The fact that crossing comes back opens another set of doors for another formation, but that way it is. Did you play weekly, Chris, yourself? I did. I played it on Sunday because we were away uh, for most of the weekend. I played it, and, and to be honest with you, I, I got my nine wins. I always seem to get nine wins. Ninety wins? That's very well done. Uh, nine. It's this accent, John. I wish I could get I, get 90, I don't get 90 wins in 10 weeks sometimes. Um, I, I just find... I find the game this year a lot more relaxing. I don't know, if, and it's I know we're pushed for time, so it's maybe a question I'll ask next time I'm not on the pod. Is is this game as competitive as it has been in previous FIFA's? Um, but if, if people have any thoughts on that, they could uh, message us and we can talk about that in, in our show. Yeah, we'll put it in a poll. So if you're listening on this show on Spotify, just check out the poll. It's on the top. If you click the, the show, answer it, and we'll get it. See uh, Wednesday. Do we see the results? Or actually Wednesday tomorrow already Tuesday. Bonus spot day, uh, Chris, this week. Um, my personal opinion, it is more competitive in rivals. Weekend League is just relaxed, right? Mm-hmm. I played re- Weekend League with a silly squad during the rest of, the, of my work, and I got 15 wins in without actually pushing too much, uh, and which 15 was actually way above what I expected to, be, to add. I was just like, if I get 9 or 11, I'm fine, right? Get the picks. Um, but apparently... I wasn't. I was the only one not rushing. I had the feeling yesterday. <laughs> yeah. So I, I scored. Rage quit. Scored. Rage quit. Like this actually goes way faster than I, I remember it to be. So that could be me though. I think there's a lot of content out at the moment as well, John. I think that's maybe what people are trying to rush their weekend leagues so they can get to the content. There's a couple of players and milestones. I think a lot of folk would like to get their hands on. Yeah, no, no, that's fair. Of course, that is fair. But as well, John, they're up against foot coaching. So, I mean, if you go one goal down, you're unlikely to come back and win, aren't you? <laughs> they see the team name and they're gone, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they're already panicking. We're just waiting to get see. our kid into the game, Chris. Can you show it once more time, one more for people watching it? There we, there we go. <laughs> beautiful. 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 <laughs> All right. Um, Chris, uh, it is Valentine's Day, which means we got to cut this show earlier than normally, although we're busy for 43 minutes. When, no, so that's actually not too bad, right? Um, mm-hmm. We are actually not going to 
put out a show on this Wednesday. And I know people are now saying sad noises and pulling us away. But that is because, of course, our player Ryan is playing Premier League. So we want to make sure we can give him all the support we can, right? Um, and we don't want to rush that one either, or we don't want to rush the show. So what we will do is we'll be putting out a show this Tuesday. So, yeah, if you're listening to this, actually, this tonight, you might actually get the, the new show already. And that's going to be a special show. Um, we got, you, uh, as you have heard, maybe we got Next Level Esports, who's bringing you this show. And tomorrow, Donny from Next Level Esports, so Tuesday show, uh, is going to come on. And we're going to talk about how do, to deal with ego. So how do we do deal with players that have a lot of ego or is there something as too little ego or is ego actually bad having that right um and what if you have that same feeling for yourself what can you do about it should you do anything about it so we're going to get that discussion going on tuesday night live on twitch.tv slash foot coaching once again and then we'll be back of course this friday and hopefully that might also reckon the return of our dear friend daniel and then there's two things left to do. And the first one is to congratulate dear friend of us, Chris. And Chris is now very much thinking. <laughs> I can actually see it. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, you broke up there, John. Apologies, uh, Amy. I missed what you said there. All right. Let's, I, I, want, I said we have to congratulate our dear friend of us, though. Yes, we certainly do. Yes. Our big congratulations to Nishant. Um, you haven't heard him for a while, but that's because Nishant was very busy. And we want to congratulate him on becoming a father, of course. So uh, all is well. Really happy with that. Um, congratulations, my friend. Rest up a bit. Get as much sleep as you can get because uh, we want to have you back shortly. <laughs> yeah, That's massive congratulations from all of us at the Discord. Uh, congratulations to the both of them. I hope the baby's doing well. Yeah. That's two two newborn, new fathers in like a month now, Chris. I mean, is there something you want to tell us? No, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a massive shock. That would be even bigger shock than getting Team of the Year in Bappy, to be honest with you. Or getting the handband strike. <laughs> exactly. I think I'd rather get the hammer ban. <laughs> hey, Chris, one more question. Where can people find yep. you, my friend? You'll get me on our wonderful Discord, uh, under Grandpapa Mac. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people joining. It's really is buzzing. There's a lot of good advice in there from everybody. Everybody's an active member in there, so if you're thinking about joining, it's less than a buck a week, just over a buck a week, and uh, come and join the Discord, and once you're in, I'm sure you'll absolutely love it, and we're wondering why you didn't join sooner. Thank you very much, and you can find, of course, the show on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and all, all the podcast platforms around the world, and on YouTube, and on Twitch Live. You can find us everywhere these days, uh, even on TikTok, so go check that out. Uh, at Food Review or at Food Coaching, you'll find us, and if you really want to reach out to me personally, I don't know. Just send them a message and uh, ask for John. You'll probably get me. For now, there's one thing left to do. That's I'm going to see you tomorrow. But Chris, I think it's time for us to... Drop it. Drop it.